Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Today I'm going to talk about how we are exactly the same and we are completely different. This idea came about because earlier today I sat down to record this podcast and I was well into it and then something happened that completely distracted me to the point where I just couldn't keep doing it, so I walked away from it. And then I got to thinking about the fact that I had probably done a podcast on the that particular topic. So I let it go for the day and thought I would just do it, you know, later in the evening. And I came back and I started going through my files. And sure enough, not only had I done that topic, I was going to do talk about exactly the same thing about that topic. And obviously, I changed the topic. But in looking at that and thinking about it, and looking at the list of all the podcasts I've done, I've realized I've done about 115 podcasts. And it went through my mind that maybe there is nothing else to say, which of course is ridiculous because, you know, we have a church where we do a different talk every Sunday. There's 52 talks a year and there's always something to say, or more specifically, there is a way to say it differently. That's why there's so many books out there on just on spirituality because there's always a different way to say something. There's always a different way to look at something. There's always a different voice to listen to, which just got me to thinking about how we as human beings are so much alike in so many ways. I mean, we're exactly alike in terms of we have bodies, we have a heart, we have two ears, we have two eyes, we have a human body in that we are the same. And yet every human body has its uniqueness. And we could go into the details of that. I mean, obviously there's hair color, eye color, skin color, uh, whether we're short or tall, stocky or wiry. We can go on and on about the individual aspects of different human bodies. And yet we can still say they were all the same because we have the same organs. Our bodies operate the same way. I'm going to go out on a limb here a little bit and talk about our differences. Now, I'm not talking about our differences in terms of right or wrong. It's really important for us to understand that while we are all human beings and we're all having a human experience, every single one of us experiences it differently. Now, if there are 10 people listening to this podcast right now, every one of those people would be having the same experience of hearing my words, and they would be hearing the same words, but there would be 10 different responses, reactions, or experiences as they listen to what I am saying. And if those 10 people got together and discussed the podcast, what was said and what they, what they heard, they might actually agree that they heard essentially the same thing. Yet the internal experience is going to be unique to each person because one person might really just absolutely love what they heard and another one might not comp- totally understand it and another one might feel like it pushes their belief system a little bit even though they can agree that they heard the same basic ideas. Let's look at marriage. There's a lot of people who are married, and every single couple that is married has their own unique individual experience and response. 
yet that person can sit down and have a conversation with other married people and have a lot in common with, yeah, I'm married, and yeah, these are the things that go on in a marriage. And even if they say they've had very similar experiences in their marriage, it's still going to be very special and unique to them. My favorite way of talking about this is if a person is divorced, they say, okay, I've been through divorce, and you'll go, yeah, I know exactly what that's like. Yes, you do, and no, you don't. You know exactly what it was like for you, but you can never know what it was like for someone else. Yes, you can commiserate, and you can say, yeah, this was awful, and it was really hard breaking up my marriage, but there are some people who would say breaking up my marriage was the very best thing that could have happened to me. So the fact of the divorce is something that you have in common. The inner workings and the person's response to that event is unique to them. And I think it's important that we respect that. It's the same with people having or not having children. There are people who have children and absolutely adore their children, and being a parent is the best thing for them in their entire lives. And there are people who have children and are not really enjoying the process, but they're doing the best they can with what they have. So again, they're all having the experience of raising children, but some are loving it, some aren't, some are suffering through it, some don't know what to do. I find it fascinating to sit in a room with a group of people and discuss a topic and see how many different versions of that topic we can come up with or how many different perspectives on it. It's really helpful because they hear a different person's perspective or a different person's experience, and they look at it very differently. In my Thursday morning group a while ago, we had a reading out of a book And um, almost everybody in the group was having a bit of trouble with the language. And we had a brand new person in the group. And after we we got started and we kind of uh, spent a little bit of time, uh, well, basically complaining about the language or sort of laughing because it was making us uncomfortable, this woman told me after the fact that she was not the least bit uncomfortable with whatever the terminology was. And she was really glad to be in that conversation and hear how other people responded to whatever that vocabulary was, and to realize that not everybody was as comfortable with whatever it was she was comfortable with. Now, please, I am not talking about politics. I'm not talking about deep belief systems. Well, I guess I'm talking about belief systems in a way, because whatever we respond to comes from our belief systems. But what I'm trying to help us see here is that we have a lot in common with each other, and yet our personal experience is different. And it's very important to respect other people's experience. I have the privilege of hearing people's spiritual stories, and it's fascinating to me because sometimes they'll come and they're in awe, and sometimes they'll come and they say, I got nothing. And sometimes they'll be trying to understand what they have experienced, and they have lots and lots of questions. And some people are so, think they're so advanced that they know it all, and they don't need to hear nothing. And that's always interesting, too. It's fun. It really is. Because I learn so much about them, but I also learn so much about myself. Because when I'm in a conversation with someone, I'm always aware that there's something that they're saying is a mirror for me. Now, it's always not always an exact mirror. They're not coming in and just 
reflecting exactly my stuff back at me. But there's almost always something in the conversation that pings in my brain. And I look at it and go, oh, okay, so that that, that's something for me to look at, or, hey, that is something that I actually worked through, and I can be a little bit proud of myself. But I could have four people in a row come in and talk to me about the same kind of experience, and their stories would be so completely different. And yet, at the end, we would say, yeah, well, they've all been through a divorce. They've all were fired from a job at some point in their life. They've all had children. They've all had the same category of experience. And that just came into my head. It's like there's all these categories of experiences. And we probably have something from every category in our lives. And yet they are so completely different. And then in this spiritual teaching, we turn right around and say, let's not talk about our differences. Let's talk about how we're the same, what we have in common. And this can be a little bit confusing, right? I mean, if you think about that, what I'm saying is that you can have three people in the same room have the same category of experience. And then, and so we're going to talk about what we have in common. But the really interesting part comes when we talk about our uniqueness, what happened for us, because that's how we teach each other. That's how we really learn to understand and know each other. And it's how we can expand our consciousness. Because one person might have gone through a divorce very easily because it was mutual. The people knew that they didn't really want to be together anymore. Nobody fought over anything and they just sailed through it. And so that person is going to think about that category in a very specific way. And they sit down and have a conversation with someone who went through the worst of the worst, the, the fighting over the kids, the two years of fighting over the money, all, the, all of the things that can happen in the nasty of divorce cases. And what can happen in that conversation is both sides would be able to see that category differently. It's like, oh, it doesn't always have to be that way. Or, oh, that could have been so much worse. So there's that gratitude. It's like, oh, you know, getting a divorce wasn't fun. And it was a very stressful time in my life. But the gratitude for having it go so smoothly. And then the development of compassion for people who really struggled through divorces, because now you have an understanding of how hard it can be. And the person who went through this horrendous thing can say, oh, it doesn't always have to be this way. And maybe I can learn from this or simply say, I'm really glad that you didn't have to go through this and move on. We have so much that we can teach each other if we will slow down and listen and be open to different perspectives on how life can be on the everyday plane. And then we start talking about spirituality. It is not at all uncommon for me to encounter people who grew up in very negative religious environments and who were programmed or who were even abused within their particular organization. And so they have come out with either a real resentment of spirituality, or they don't really connect with the idea of God very well. And when we start to talk about the new thought version of spirituality, that God is not this dude with a beard up in the clouds, you know, getting ready to zap you, 
a lot of them have a great difficulty wrapping their brains around that and getting out of the fear that was instilled in them. And they have taught me quite a lot because I had a very gentle religious upbringing. I wasn't forced to go to church. I went to a church that pretty much didn't tell me what to do. And then when I found unity and new thought, I was even freer. And I've been in it for a very long time. Talking with people who have had those kinds of experiences with religion is really good for me because it's very easy to end up living in a little bubble when you're in a church and surrounded by other people who think a lot the way you you do. And I appreciate hearing those stories because it gives me insights on how to be a spiritual teacher and how to approach people. And it also teaches me how to listen and become aware or alert to the fact that someone may not be resonating with what I'm saying or connecting with it. And if I key into that, then I can change my approach. Because while I am seeing the similarities, I'm also understanding the differences and figuring out a way to build a bridge so that maybe we can learn to understand each other a little bit better. Now, I'm in the position usually where someone has come to me and they're wanting more information and they're wanting to understand. And so I do have the advantage there. Now, I, again, I am not talking about sitting down with someone who has radically different views than you do and trying to change their mind. I am talking about us as being human beings and having very similar experiences and learning from each other about that. When you have people who are so far apart that it's nothing but butting heads, perhaps that's a time to step back and let it go. Understanding that we are so much the same in so many ways, is one of the keys to all of this. We are human. We're having a human experience. Being human is really quite a lot of work. And we create more work for ourselves when we get into spirituality and decide that we need to transcend being human. There's a lot of misunderstanding of Eastern religions where people decide that in order to become, be, become or be spiritual is that they need to transcend being human and give up their human traits and be something that honestly they can't be because they're a human being and they're going to continue to be a human being. Our job is to learn to be fully human, to embrace our humanness. Our job is also to transcend being stuck just on the material plane or material consciousness, if you will. We live in a material world. We have a physical material body. Everything that we encounter on a daily basis is material. It is fact-based, and that's good. The spiritual path that I teach is that we can become more of who we are, and still live in the material world. This idea that we have to give up material things and material ideas in order to be spiritual is actually an unbalanced idea. The idea is is that we combine the two, that we become integrated, and we are our highest spiritual selves while living in a world that has cars and trees and people and all the things that are here on this material plane. We're meant to be fully, fully aware and engaged in this life, but not overcome by it. 
if that makes any sense to you at all. It's like, I, I, I have a car, I have a house, I eat food, I have animals in my life, I have clothing, I have this and I have that. But I am not driven by that. It is a necessary part of life. And yeah, I have my favorite this and my favorite that. The key is to get away from ownership on both levels. I don't want to let all my stuff own me. If my stuff owns me, that means I am so obsessed with it, keeping it, keeping it perfect, uh, not using too much of it, whatever it is, accumulating more of it. That is owning me. And if I decide that I own it, I also have a hard time letting go of it because it's my precious. And that's not good either. It's all about balance. It's all about being in this world and using it for what it can give us and for what we can give back and what we can do for each other. You know, during the COVID shutdown a few years ago, there were things out on Facebook, you know, people saying we're all in the same boat. And someone came along and said, we are not in the same boat. And then finally, someone came along and said, we're all in the same storm. We're in different boats, but we're all in the same storm. You might be in a yacht, I might be in a dinghy, you know, I might be on a life raft, I might be in an inner tube, but we're all in the same storm. And when we can look at it like that, we begin to see how we are so very much alike in our wants and our needs, and how we are so very different on a personal level. Our experiences, our response to those experiences, our feelings, our needs, our level of resilience. Everybody has a different level of resilience. Everybody has a different ability to navigate life. And it just occurred to me that one of the things that we are likely to do if we are talking to someone and they bring up a category of something that happened like, oh, um, I'm going through a divorce. It's really easy to say, yeah, I went through that too. And if you went through it 25 years ago, it's going to be like this memory and you're not going to have a lot of emotional impact around it. Well, maybe you will if you haven't healed, but it's really easy to sort of blow someone off if you've been through a same category of experience, but it's either been a long time or it wasn't traumatic for you. And this is another area of where, okay, we've had the same category of experience, but we haven't had the same level of experience. For one person, it might have been okay. For another person, it might have been very, very traumatic. And I think it's important that we learn to listen and think about how we're in the same storm or we're in the same ocean. You know, it's not always a storm, but we're definitely in the same ocean all the time. And sometimes it's a storm and sometimes it's not a storm. Sometimes there's the doldrums where nothing is happening. Understanding where we are the same Understanding where we are different in everyday life, not the big things, not the politics, not the whatever else that is out there, but just in everyday life, when we become aware that there are so many different experiences out there and ways to look at things, it can really open your eyes and it can really expand your consciousness and your awareness of the world around you. And believe it or not, that kind of awareness 
will help you with your spiritual awareness because the more compassion you develop for other people, the more spiritual you become, the more spiritually connected you become because compassion is the great leveler. It brings us all into that same boat. And we might only be in that same boat for a short period of time. Each time we share that boat with someone, each time we are compassionate and understanding with another human being, our consciousness expands, our hearts expand, we grow just a little bit more. And the person that we have shared that with also grows. It is a beautiful, wonderful, amazing thing to sit down with someone and talk about what they, you have in common and then say, yeah, but for me it was like this. Oh, and for me it was like this. And talk about it and connect at the heart level. And when we move away from connecting only on the intellectual level and we connect at the heart, it is the most wonderful, amazing thing And then it turns out that it doesn't matter that we are different or the same because in that moment when we are connected at the heart, when there is only that love and that compassion, there is no separation, there is no difference, there is no sameness, there only is. And when you're sitting in that is-ness, when you are just being and you're not comparing and contrasting you simply are. That is a moment of being your very highest and best self. And it is the most amazing experience. I wish you a week of compassionate sharing. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, And may the joys of the world go with you.